There's only one way to legally wholesale a property, and most of you aren't doing it that way. Find out the correct and legal way in today's episode. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. This is the Virtual Real Estate Investor Podcast with Vincent Polisi. Buckle your your seatbelt and prepare to learn how to legally make six figures investing in real estate with no money, no credit check, and nothing but a computer and internet connection. Learn how you too can begin generating buyers and sellers for free today and why you're only two calls away from making a $10,000 or more payday while never leaving the comfort of your home. And now, your host, the virtual real estate investor, Vincent Polisi. All right, guys, here we go. Not a single day goes by that I don't see some young real estate investor slash wholesaler advertising a contract on Facebook or other social media where they have blatantly broken the law in numerous ways, illegally brokered without a license in the name of what they call traditional, and I'm going to use air quotes here, wholesaling, when in fact, what they're doing is not wholesaling at all. They're doing contract assignments and they're doing them illegally. The problem is they don't know that. And part of the reason they don't know that is because the fraud squad guru crew shills courses left and right that teach illegal methods. So today we're going to set the record straight so that you can understand exactly what wholesaling really is and how to do it legally. Everybody better sit down and cover their buns because Vincent's on a rampage. His foot is getting twitchy. And here comes another segment of his world famous butt meat boot coaching. First and foremost, let's talk about what wholesaling actually is. Wholesaling involves the purchase and most importantly, closing of a real estate transaction by an investor with a resale to another investor. That is wholesaling. So let's review that one more time. To wholesale a property means that you are the buyer. You actually purchase the property. You actually close on the property. And then you resell the property to another investor. Must be another investor to be classified as wholesaling. Wholesale deals are B2B, investor to investor. They are never investor to retail end buyer. In other words, the person that's actually going to live in the house, that is not a wholesale deal. That is a retail deal. Now, if you're going out there and advertising that you're a buyer and you're contracting on properties that you have no ability or intention to close on, and you're not disclosing that fact to the seller, number one, you're not wholesaling. You're doing contract assignments. And number two, that's fraud. Now, I know what you're thinking, but everybody does it. And you're right, but that doesn't make it legal. If you're following the traditional, what's taught as wholesaling path, which is really contract assignments, let me explain to you what they have you do. They will have you falsely advertise things like I buy houses, I pay cash for houses, this type of thing, when you know that's not true. They have you commit mail fraud by sending out yellow letters and postcards that state the exact same thing. Once again, when you know that's not true. And what they're doing is having you deceive a seller who thinks that you're legitimately there to purchase the property. Now, let me explain to you what this is called 
from a legal perspective so you understand exactly what it is you're doing. You've got false advertising. You've got mail fraud in some cases if you're mailing out to, to lists. And then when you have that seller execute that purchase contract stating that you're the buyer when you know you're not and you have no ability or intention of closing on that house, you have committed what is called fraud in the factum and fraud in the inducement. I'm going to read to you the definitions of both of these so you understand exactly what they are and what you're doing. Fraud in the factum is a legal defense and occurs where party A makes or signs an agreement but either does not realize that it is supposed to be a contract or does not understand the nature, content of the agreement because of some false information that party B that would be you, gave to party A. In other words, you went out there and represented yourself and held yourself out to be a buyer with cash and or financing to close on his home when that was not your intention. So what does he do? Takes his property off the market, loses marketing time, potentially loses other buyers, potentially goes into foreclosure in the event that you can't find somebody to assign the contract to. And they teach you to do this so that you can get the property off the market and then illegally broker without a license as you daisy chain this contract and the property and illegally market the property all over the internet. Now, fraud in the inducement is an equitable defense. And if you guys don't understand the difference between legal defense and equitable defense, you need to go look this stuff up because if you ever get dragged into court, you're going to understand real quick what it means. Fraud in the inducement is an equitable defense and occurs when party A enters into an agreement knowing that it is supposed to be a contract and at least having a rough idea what the agreement is about. But the reason party A signed and or made the agreement was because of some false information that party B that's you once again, the quote unquote buyer gave to party A. So if you're doing what they call traditional wholesaling, which is not wholesaling at all, it's contract assignments, and you're falsely advertising and holding yourself out there as a buyer when you are not, and you are fraudulently contracting on properties with sellers by making them think that you're a buyer when you are not, so you can then assign a contract, stop doing that. It's completely illegal. Even if you have a weasel clause in the contract, and by weasel clause, I'm talking about these escape clauses that they have you build in, whether you have some other third party, non-specified individual that supposedly has to come and approve or inspect the property prior to the contract going hard or the money going hard. And even if you have an assignment clause built in, if you're representing yourself as a buyer with no intention to buy and solely an intention to assign, stop doing that. You don't have to do it that way. You can do it legally and correctly without committing fraud and without deceiving the seller. Now, in the next episode, we're going to cover contract assignment domination, and I'm going to show you how to do contract assignments the correct way, the legal way, and show you how to dominate your local market regardless of how much competition you have. They simply will not be able to keep up with you if you follow what I'm going to show you how to do. Absolutely no way. Nobody else is teaching this stuff. You'll be alone in your market with a unique selling proposition that nobody else has, and all you have to do is listen to the podcast. We're going to cover how to do it both in a local market and in virtual markets all over the United States. And to go ahead and whet your appetite, I'm going to give you a little bit of teaser so you understand what you're going to learn how to do. You're going to learn how to do a contract assignment properly. And by properly, I mean when you contract on a property, you will not be clearing titles. You will not be waiting for a third party to close at a title company or with an attorney. Professional real estate investors get paid at the time of the assignment. I have never once ever cleared title on any assignment deal I have ever done, nor do I know any other professional investor. 
I'm not talking about these course shillers, talking about professional investors that do it for a living. I don't know any of them that have ever cleared title on a contract assignment. I've never done it. I don't advise you do it. If you're going to clear title and then have to wait to get paid at a closing, that needs to be a joint venture deal where you're in it for half. If you're going to do all the work, you need to be in it for half, not for some assignment fee. But I'm going to show you exactly how to do it so you never have to clear another title again to get paid, how you can contract on a property, assign it, get paid, and move on to the next deal and do it very, very quickly and dominate your market, any market, all the markets that you're in. You can be in multiple markets at once doing things my way because we do everything virtually. So you're not tied to that local brick and mortar driving around town micro market that you're in where you're probably overloaded with other guys that are doing quote unquote wholesaling or contract assignments. You've been listening to the Virtual Real Estate Investor Podcast with Vincent Polisi. If you've enjoyed this podcast, be sure to connect with Vincent at virtualrealestateinvestor.org, Facebook at facebook.com forward slash virtual real estate investor, or at Vincent's private Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash virtual real estate investor.